1: And welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. And today we have a good one. We bleed one. wine and gold. <laughs> yes, sir. We bleed wine and goat. Yep. Today, today's a unique podcast. It's going to be really short. It's going to be a podcast that's only going to be talking about one thing. We're going to be taking having to take on one topic, and that is the Donovan Mitchell trade. Yes, Donovan Mitchell, after waiting. What? Two months? One month? One month and a half? We've been waiting longer for Kevin Durant to get traded. Um, Whenever that happens, you guys will want to check out one of these segments like this one because we'll have a short podcast about Kevin Durant whenever he he gets traded as well. but the Donovan Mitchell trade went down, man, and, and Cleveland Cavaliers and the Utah Jazz made a deal. And, uh, Chris, what are you thinking of, about the trade? I'll give you the specifics. The Cavs got Donovan Mitchell, and the Utah Jazz mm-hmm. got Colin Sexton. It was a, a and, signing and trade. I think it was $72 for four years, if I remember correctly. Laurie Markin. Ochai, Bajai, which was their Cavs' first-round draft pick, the 14th pick in the draft. Um, Three unprotected first-round picks, one in 2025, 2027, 2029, and two pick swaps in 2026 and 2028. So they basically own the Cavs' best draft capital from 2025
2: to 2029. All I got to say is that Danny Ainge is the goat GM. He does this. He doesn't make a he doesn't make a trade unless he knows that he's going to get a lot back. Remember in Boston, like mm-hmm. when he was making those trades, he was getting all these picks, all these yep. picks, and what they turn into: Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. This yep. is what those picks turn into. Now we have to think about this for a second. What star is coming from overseas in the next couple years?
1: Victor Wanabonian.
2: Next draft, yeah. Do we see what's happening here? They are in the sweepstakes. And what Danny Ainge did is you may see like, okay, wait, he's coming next year. So what does the 2025 and 2027 do? That gives him leverage over the league because he has first round picks mm. and, and he can always move Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton is a commodity, whether we want to believe it or not. He mm. is a Top tier role player, a great six man off the bench on a championship contending team. That's the type of player caliber player he is. I see him as a Lou Will kind of player. So he's he's a commodity. So you move Colin Sexton maybe and picks, you could possibly get that first round pick Mm. because if you move it to the right team, a lot of a lot of teams are trying to get in on the sweepstakes right now. This player, they say he's like he's he's like great. He's phenomenal overseas. Everybody wants him. He's going to be a legitimate first round pick. Like out of this world
1: yeah he if really that is the
2: case and i and i'm thinking what i'm thinking and, and if everybody is thinking what i'm thinking i'm thinking that danny ainge just secured his spot in that sweepstakes
1: yeah he definitely because does have future, a lot of
2: ammo he has a lot of ammo he has a lot yeah. of trade now trade value like yeah you got rid of rudy boom you that's clear his cap space you got rid of donovan that's clear cap space but you also got a lot in return. How many picks did you get for Rudy? We have to think about that, too. He has a lot of picks. He got he don't got picks you don't got players. He yeah. has picks. He yeah. has a lot of ammo. And what do teams want? Teams that are in the rebuild want picks. Teams mm. that are in, they're about to trade their their legacy away, like Portland, want picks. Mm. They want picks. He has all the firepower, all the ammo. He, he basically right now, subtly has the league in a vice grip right now because he can do whatever he wants with picks. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of ammo for that. A lot of trade ammo. I mean, moving Colin Sexton, maybe Laurie marketing. I'm like, if you decide to keep them and add something to it, that's a great, a great building spot, you know, for the Utah jazz going forward, they're both young. You know what I mean? Both very talented players. They're great building spot. And once you add that key, that, that number one player, then they'll, it'll go somewhere. But if that's yeah. not where you're trying to go, and you want to move that, you have a lot of ammo to get marquee players to Utah now, because mm. teams want picks as soon as they enter the rebuild. You could possibly bring Dame here. You send all the picks to you send some picks to to Portland. He may not want to mm. go, but it's not up. I mean, that's the that's the thing. That's the price of the NBA is when it's not a free when they're not free agent. You you could dangle picks in front of a team, and they're like, "Well, I guess I got to take it then," because like, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Teams like Indiana, you can tangle picks in front of them and get Miles Turner and Buddy Healed if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Teams like the Lakers don't have ammunition like that. They have one player that nobody wants and and a couple picks. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like it. Like you yeah. they keep trying to like here, I got these two picks and it's Russell Westbrook. You want anything for it? Like like they're they're basically trying to play <laughs> what, what they're like you know how you, how you're at lunch, right? And they're like, listen, I'll give you my milk if you give me your cheeseburger. I'm like, that's not quite equal, sir. <laughs> like, no, it's not. No. That's, what they're trying, that's what the Lakers are trying to do right now. Mm-hmm. But Danny Ainge is like, listen, I got this cake right here for this cheeseburger. And they're like, yeah. mm, I kind of like cake. I kind of like cake. I'll eat at home. Mm-hmm. Take the cake. That You see what I'm saying? This is kind of the the power and the leverage that Danny Ainge has right now with all the picks and players. He has young talent and and picks. That's mm-hmm. all every team wants.
1: Yeah. 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 I, are, are you gonna talk about um Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavs or do you want do you want me to talk about the Utah Jazz side of it first?
2: Yes, yeah, fine. We'll do that.
1: Okay. I'll talk about the Utah Jazz side of it. Um I was expecting more. I was expecting a home run. Because I'm I, I it's, it's just Danny Age, right? He has Donovan Mitchell, who is On a team that has good supporting cast is good enough to be the one on a championship team. I'm going to disagree with a lot of people out there because not every team is built the same. Look at the Miami Heat, for example. Jimmy Butler, Uh if you, you switch Donovan Mitchell for Jimmy Butler... They'd still be going to Eastern Conference finals. They'd still make it in the NBA finals when they made their run and lost to the Lakers. Like, there's some teams that are really deep that they just need one guy that's their go to guy. And if they have depth, then you don't really need a superstar at the top tier at the number one on the championship team. And, um, you know, trading a guy like that who's 25, 26, around that age range, who. Still has room to grow, is solidified. I expected more. Um mm-hmm. and from the Utah Jazz side of things, you know, Collins sex is not a bad player. He's gonna be solid. I think he's gonna be a solid point guard over there. They're gonna have him and Taylor Horton Tucker um chilling. And uh I'm not a big O Jai guy. I said that in the draft. He's like 22, Wesley Matthews type of guy. Like, he doesn't have a ton of upside. All he does is shoot threes and play efficient basketball. Six foot six. No, six foot five. Um, not anything overly special. So, even though he was a recent fresh round draft pick, I'm not really buying into him hugely. Laurie Markinen is a solid, solid player, right? But, like, three first round draft picks for a team that now has the Cavs who are stacked with young talent. I'm just not expecting to have any of those picks be lotteries. Like, what if every single one of those picks is, like, the 25th pick in the draft, 24th pick in the draft, 22nd pick in the draft? That's not a ton of value. It's hard to hit in the late 20s of the first round. So, you know, it, it's like hit, it's like, it's like you, you got traded, it says first round pick, so you're, like, thinking first round pick value, but when you really think about what the team is moving forward and I expected them to at least get an all-star or a borderline all-star in return. And they were trading with the Cavs, and they somehow didn't get Evan Mobley or Darius Garland back in the trade. Like, I'm surprised that the Cavs were able to keep those two because, I mean, Donovan Mitchell is much more valuable than both of those. And the fact that Danny Ainge wasn't able to walk away with one of them... He was able to walk away with the guy who's going to be coming off the bench next year. I, I I think I think he 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 pulled off such an amazing trade for Rudy Gobert that I was expecting like ridiculousness and it's it's it's, it's just average for Donovan Mitchell. It's an average trade. The guy it could have been a lot better. So um, that's the way I'm feeling about it. Um, on that side, so that we can move over to the cash side, unless you want to react well, well, to what
2: well, I said. I yeah, I kind of want to react first. Um, <laughs> so you said it's kind of an average trade. I mean, I see where you're coming from because, I mean, but, like, you have Colin Sexton, right, who's, like, probably more than likely not going to play. Like, they refused to even give him, like, the time of the day to talk to him or anything like that. He's just coming off an injury, you know? So they're just – I'm not saying that Danny Ainge won – I'm saying that he has the picks. That's leverage. I'm not saying that the Cavs. W- I mean, like the Cavs, they got they. It's. I don't think there's winners and losers in this one. I think there's winners <laughs> on both sides. I think there's winners on both sides because I think the Cavs getting Donovan Mitchell and, and Danny Ainge getting picks. That's still. I mean, they're. I mean, like you. You right. You know, first round could be pick pick thirty. Could mean pick twenty five because considering how the Cavs are built right now and they're championship contenders at this present moment. Um. But still, I think that there's still a win. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's some GMs out. I mean, not G, there's some GMs out there who who don't know, you know, the the ins and outs because they've been fleeced by Danny Ainge before, you know. So like, he could dangle it in front of some of those GMs and they're like, oh, a first round pick, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure every it's a sucker born every couple minutes. I just I just feel like you know, it's a sucker out there who's gonna willing to take those picks, not really noticing that the Cavs are out here, you know, whooping. Destroying the Eastern Conference, you know, it's just like I feel like. How do I put this? It's like <clears throat> I'm not gonna. I'm not disagreeing with you. Is what I'm getting at. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that I believe that there is. It's still winners on both sides. Yeah, I think maybe the Cavs might be the biggest winner, but there's still a. But the Utah still is a winner in this because of the picks. You we still have like how many picks did he get for Rudy? You know what I mean? Like oh, like five. He got a lot. He, he got five picks from from Timberwolves. Those picks are going to be valuable because are the Timberwolves going to do well this year?
1: They're going to be not as good as the Cavs. They're not going to win as many games as the Cavs, the Timberwolves.
2: If they do, I'll buy a Rudy Gobert jersey. (laughs) People are going to think they are, but they're not.
1: They're not going to win more games than the Cavs.
2: I'll I'll buy a Gobert jersey. The reason
1: reason why is after this trade – Would Laurie Markkinen start when you have Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Karis Levert, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen? Would Laurie Markkinen start? No. Would Colin Sexton start? No. So you traded bench guys for a superstar. They
2: were starters before. They would have been mentioned now. They were. But they they were like...
1: starters when we were winning thirty games. They weren't starters yeah. on, on playoff teams. Like Colin Sexton could probably be a starter on a playoff team, but both of the star- Colin Sexton be a like above average, high, you know, a good starter, but he's never gonna be an all star. Colin and Lori Markkinen's like a solid starter, but like none of them are superstars. It's just like no. none of they got no young all star potential talent. This guy's got upside. Everything's I mean Colin Sexton can probably max out at twenty two, twenty three points per game being like the man, but like actually having a good team around him, he's a solid eighteen. A solid eighteen. Not that bad. It's not I'm not like yeah. ripping into Colin Sexton. I'm just saying that like if you if you switched out uh Donovan Mitchell for Jamal Murray and imagine the Nuggets getting this package for Jamal Murray, you'd be like, What the fuck are the Nuggets doing? Yeah. I mean, but Donovan Mitchell's a better player.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, Jamal Murray had one playoff run, but Jamal Murray averages like 20 points per game in the regular season. Even though he steps it up in the playoffs, I know you love the Nuggets, but like Donovan Mitchell's that guy. Donovan Mitchell's like 27-5-5. Five and five.
2: Well, Let's just agree to, to, dis- okay. let's agree okay. to disagree okay. on okay. this one because okay. I'm not going to get off the Nuggets ship. I am not. I'm not going to jump down and disrespect Jamal Murray like that. Fuck. After he left that man crying in the middle of the floor, we're not doing that.
1: <laughs> he has Jokic on his team. Donovan Mitchell had
2: Rudy Gobert on his team.
1: What are we talking he had Gobbert. Yeah,
2: Gobbert. <laughs> yeah, this is an excuse.
1: <sighs>
2: I'm going to do that every time now because of that comment I've seen. Gobbert. Yeah. Gobbert. Say something. Gobbert. <laughs> I want you to comment again. <laughs> Gobbert. 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 <laughs>
1: The English police. We have English teachers yeah. liking our TikToks. Um, oh, it's go brr.
2: <laughs> ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door.
0: <laughs>
1: Alright, that's a good way to transition to the Cavs. What are you thinking about the yeah. Cavs situation then?
2: <clears throat> now, Cavs, I'm loving the team. Like I said at the beginning of this podcast, and I, you know, was trying to yell it loud enough, but I, you know, I couldn't get over it. We bleed, wine and gold. I want season tickets. <laughs> I need a jersey.
1: <laughs> i have been watching a lot need, of games. So league
2: pass. I'm watching every Cavs game. <laughs> uh-huh. Not that I wasn't before, but I'm going to watch every Cavs game like this, like like LeBron on the team, like ooh, <laughs> we got a chance. Completely
1: changes everything.
2: It changes everything. everything. Like we were a playoff <laughs> contender next year. This just boom, we are championship contenders now. Championship contending team with Jonathan Mitchell. I need a jersey. I need season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I need a signed autograph ball. <laughs> I need all that. <laughs> I'm going to paint my whole room wine and gold now. <laughs> uh, I can't <laughs> Like, I'm just excited for the season now because you don't understand, yeah. as a Cavs fan, as a somebody who lives <sighs> in Cleveland, Ohio, you don't understand the turmoil yes. and the, the heartache that we constantly go through with sports teams.
1: We have had a sucky organization for a very, very long time.
2: In all sports. <laughs> I don't even think just, the
1: LeBron era was a good organization. I think the last time we had a good organization is when we had Mark Price and Brad Dordery. And like yes. those teams <laughs> were well built. They were like they yes. maximized what they could do. They did a really good job in the nineties. Since then it's it's just been LeBron carrying and very, very badness. Just so so bad.
2: Yes. yes. Like as a Cavs fan as somebody who's born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, this feels yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. This feels good. Yeah. Dan Gilbert eat your heart out. Yeah. You couldn't do it. No. <laughs> he was like, "We're going to win a championship without LeBron James."
1: Dead ass, bro.
2: You might win one after he retires. Sour grapes right now in New Orleans. Yeah. Sour grapes. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, it just feels good. It's like a de- it's like a breath of fresh air <laughs> right now because mm-hmm. like you're just like, wow, we actually have a chance without LeBron. Like, finally. we have a chance. Because, like you said, like, 90s, that was a great team. You know what I mean? They made it all the way to ECF to get, you know, shut out by Jordan. But they played a good series that game. I mean, then you had, you know, then we had LeBron era from 2004 to yeah. 2009. I mean, at 2007 to 2009, that was a good era of the Cavs, but it still wasn't greatly one organization. It was just LeBron plus, like, a ring light, some deodorant, uh, air conditioner, and telephone. Yeah. And not even a not even an iPhone, an Android. They no thought shade. Mo Williams oh, was enough. <laughs> Yeah. um, And a couple pairs of boots. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) like, and then we, then he finally, then he leaves, you know, goes, wins, comes back, and then we get Kyrie and Kevin Love. Oh, we finally got some marquee talent. You know what I mean? And then, you know, we won a championship and and the city's on fire. And then you know, Kyrie leaves. And they were like, oh, man, what are we doing now? We still got LeBron, though. We oh, still my got God. And then, like, and then
1: they traded for Isaiah Thomas, and they broke that up into, like, Jordan Clarkson and, like, a bunch yeah. of these – like, Larry Nance. It was terrible. Oh, my goodness. It was terrible.
2: that. It was terrible. And then, yeah. you know, they lost. They went to the finals with LeBron. LeBron put him on their back and, you know, went to the finals, and then he went to the Lakers. And they were like, ah, oh, well – Back in a rebuild mode, and then we got Carlos yeah. Sexton. It was like, okay, we got some chances. And then we got Darius Carlin. And I was like, okay, starting to look a little better. Uh-huh. And then Evan Mobley. And then we was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're getting somewhere. Jared Allen. Jared Allen, you know, Sign Karis him. Levert. We was like, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. We're getting somewhere now. Isaac Okoro, when we, you know, we had KPJ for a little bit. We was like, hmm, the team's looking nice now. Yep. And then lo and behold, who would have ever thought? That we would get Donovan Mitchell. I thought Donovan <laughs> Mitchell was going to the Lakers. I thought he was going to the Lakers. I was like, he's either going to the Lakers. I thought he
1: would go he, to a high tier team. Like a big I'm market. Like, I thought he was going big yeah. market. I'm surprised he went to Cleveland. I'm like, maybe they had like
2: see. they had whatever that package was and the talk they had. I mean, <sighs> woo, thank you. Danny Ames. Yeah. You can get in rebuild. You can try to get in the in the Victor Juanabania sweepstakes, but we'll yep. take this win now. <laughs> this is yep. us now. Yep. Later on, you can, you can be like, well, we got you. But right now, we mm-hmm. win. <laughs> and that's a big thing for Cleveland because we've been sucking in sports for a very long time. It's very emotional. I don't like to talk <laughs> about this. We lost the World Series to Chicago Cubs.
1: Oh. And I
2: watched that game and almost cried.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That was the same year we came back. Three one, the Cubs came back three one, and exactly. like it was it was terrible. We that felt was like Cleveland can't, can. yeah. Cleveland can't have
2: nothing. Cleveland can't have nothing because everybody was under, like that's what y'all get for beating the Warriors three one. I'm like,
0: oh, we can't, we can't get
2: yeah, we yeah. We, we, yeah. we not allowed Let to win. Bowl, <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? We not allowed. Everybody, everybody was like, that's that what y'all get. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like that's what y'all get. That's <laughs> what y'all get. See, y'all shouldn't came. That's what y'all get for coming back on the Warriors three one. Like. That, that's what that's what happened to you. I'm like, well, we just want another team to win. Shoot, yeah. we had a football team that won one game. <laughs> yeah, one game.
1: <laughs> yeah, football team is really terrible. It's good now though.
2: We haven't been to the playoffs in two years.
1: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Please, <laughs> this is it feels it's gonna feel so good for the city of Cleveland. Like mm. you don't understand. I live here now. I'm just electric. It's like I'm happy. I can talk about this all day because it just yeah. feels good to me. <laughs> yeah. You ready? Yeah.
1: I could feel the electricity in the air on this one. All right, reacting to the yeah. Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavs, man, as a Cavs fan, really excited. Uh we bleat one and go. First things first, that GM and the head coach, I talked last year about how good J.B. Bickerstaff was, and I think this GM really proved himself with this trade. So I feel like those two, and drafting Evan Mobley, those two – this is your core five to ten years unless they do stupid shit over five to ten years. We're keeping them, right? You better keep uh-huh. these two. So, you know, about the Donovan Mitchell trade of the Cavs, going to the Cavs, Cavs in particular. I'm extremely high in this trade. I love this trade because this is a perfect fit. Because you understand basketball is about fit. And Darius Garland is a three-point shooting, efficient, good passer, high-level high, high level passer who is not the kind of guy that's going to force his shot, not the kind of guy that's going to try to drop 30, but he's going to put up a darn near perfectly efficient 19, 20, and 10, 22, and 7, 24, and 8. That's his stat line. He is mm-hmm. is a great number two, number three on a championship team because his shot creation from the three-point line is extremely hard to replace and extremely hard to find. And Donovan Mitchell's not that guy. Donovan Mitchell can do that a little bit, but most of his work is, man, I am special going downhill. They do different things. Donovan Mitchell is that yeah. guy. Donovan Mitchell is going to be dropped in 27, 28. Donovan Mitchell, 20, 26, 27, 28, in the playoffs, even more, right? Experience in the playoffs. His experience in the playoffs is going to help this team because the Cavs have none. This roster has none because there is a learning curve in the playoffs for young guys. Young guys usually take a little while. They got to go to the playoffs one year, two years. Think about the Toronto Raptors when they had Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan. It took him two or three years to start going to Eastern Conference Finals because he just needed to get used to the playoffs and learn what the playoffs are like because the playoff is different than the regular season. Um... So that's that's my example. And those two just fit so perfectly together that way because they do different things on the court, but they're so special together. So, you know, that's your one and three or one and two in the future. And, um, you know, their defensive lack gets completely negated when you have Evan Mobley and Jared Allen in the back line. You could can, can have Chris, me, and some random YMCA player running the guards and... <laughs> And, and have an average, an average, an <laughs> an average defense in the NBA with Evan Mobley and Jared Allen behind them. So they're so special. Evan Mobley can be an NBA like Defensive Player of the Year type guy because he can switch. He's like Anthony Davis defensively; he's a freak, right? And Evan Mobley has really high tier All Star star power forward potential. He could be the two in the future. He could be the dominant power forward offensively and defensively that this team needs in interior force. And they got Karis LeVert, who's another guy who can smoothly average 15 to 17 with efficiency on this team now because the way the team is built. And I really believe that this team is going to be a top-four team in the East Regular season wise, they might not win in the playoffs yet because they might need to go through one playoffs where they don't win and then they learn what the playoffs like. And then in the future, four years from now, three years from now, I think they're title contenders. I think you have a big three on this team. I think you have a solid center. You have a solid small forward. They got good backup defenders like Isaac Goro, and, you know. This this team's special. This team's got special things. They got high basketball IQ guys off the bench. They like playing good basketball. They like playing team basketball. They that was a real team basketball last year. And mm-hmm. this is a team with when you have a big three like that, that, that's championships. That big threes win rings. Like that you have to have it in the NBA and all these guys fit. It's rare to find that and they're all young. I mean Donovan Mitchell's the oldest guy, he's like 25, 26. Darius gone like 22, Evan Mobley's like 21, 20. Like this is not going away. Like this is this team's going to be in the play of things for the next 5 to 8 years in a legitimate yeah. manner. Um so you got to keep this core together, let them learn together, let them grow together and this team is going to be special. They're going to be top 4 next this year. Records regular season wise
2: yeah, I that's just my love take. that. I just love that. Yeah, I just love it. Yeah. It feels so good right now to be a Cavs fan. Yeah, it really does. Like, oh my gosh, you I'm need a take guy it to the playoffs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you need one guy that can dominate. You, you, every team needs a guy like that in the playoffs, and Donovan Mitchell is going to be with that guy. You know, and
0: they you know might
1: I'm run into of, issues. Though? What?
2: I was, you know, like, I don't want to put this in the universe at all. But, like, what if he's the type of player who's like, well, I didn't want to go stay Cavs in the first place. I'm not going to sh- play great.
1: I'm sure that they got came to some sort of... Uh, they t- already talked about that already before you got traded.
2: I, like, I'm sure that I'm, know, I'm just like, I hope that's not the case. Like, yeah. I'd be heartbroken. <laughs>
1: yeah. And another <laughs> yeah. thing is... People might be like, oh, like, how are they going to pay all these guys in the future? When you have guys on your own team, you can go into the salary cap and go into the uh, luxury tax like the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors kept everybody in-house. So they were able to pay all those great players and keep them all on their team because they were able to go in the luxury tax. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Dale Gilbert's shown before that he's able to go to luxury tax when we have LeBron, right? So... I, I don't think it's going to be an issue, even if like, oh, my calculator doesn't say we can keep all of them. They're going to go on the luxury tax. Okay, they're going to mm-hmm. keep all these guys. Everybody's in house, so um, that's an advantage of not chasing free agents. Um, this team's going to be able to keep this
2: core. Yeah, <clears throat> There's going to be a lot of uh, what's the guy in Phoenix? I can't think of his name right now. Devin Booker, the, the big DeAndre big. Eaton. There'll be a lot of DeAndre Aiden type of talks, like "Reason, like, like, well, you know, like they can offer them money, but the like the Cavs have to come back with like a dollar more and then he has to ex- immediately accept it. <laughs> so it's like as soon as they rebuttal it he has to accept it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. yeah, we own Darius Garland and Evan will both of those guys will be max guys. Both of those yeah, guys will be those- max guys. Definitely. Darius Garland be a borderline, but I think he'll get it because he's young and he has this potential. This team fits, Chris. They fit. you know. I want to see it. I want to see it happen,
2: man. I want to see it they, happen.
1: Yeah. They might need one of these guys to try to defend more. Maybe Karras silver because he has athletic gifts. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, it it's going to be special. Moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, is there anything else you want to say or you want to cut it here? Yeah, let's go ahead and cut it here alright well thank you guys for listening to our podcast it was a reaction to the Donovan Mitchell trade yes again we will be talking about a Kevin Durant trade whenever that does happen you guys will find a podcast about that because it's going to be huge news Um, this is a fun one we're so glad that he got traded the Cleveland Cavaliers it, it was so crazy I was so happy uh, so yeah. you, know, you know we really appreciate any of the likes any of the comments on our podcast, any sharing, any ratings, anything you guys do, subscribing, anything you guys can do to the podcast. We appreciate the help growth of the podcast. And uh yeah. Anything else for you to say? Nope. We're all good. Alright, well, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. And we are the Bass products Peace out.